0: stations around
1: the world Radio.co. hello and welcome to this episode of the internet radio podcast today i'll be talking with jake calloway who is a presenter and producer at the british forces broadcasting service or bfbs radio for short and she joined us today to discuss the challenges of producing and pre- presenting your own radio show. So thank you for taking out some time to join us today.
0: No worries at all. All the way from the South Atlantic as well. I'm pretty impressed that's, with the connection. That's, yeah, it's
1: <laughs> quite far away. Anyway. Yeah, so and uh, miles. Yeah. So firstly, uh, can you tell us a bit about yourself and how you got involved in radio?
0: Yeah, so I started doing a bit of radio while I was at student uh, radio. So I was at uni in Cardiff Uni and so I did a bit of radio with Express, uh, which is a student station there and I sort of fell into it because I got involved trying to help them out doing some sort of events planning type stuff, which was more what I was interested in from my degree, but then just completely fell in love with radio from uh, from doing a show on student radio and then pursued it from there really.
1: And uh, what does your job consist of on a day-to-day basis?
0: so I do the breakfast show for BFBS Falklands at the moment so I'm posted to the South Atlantic as I say the Falkland Islands and I do a breakfast show which is four hours from six until ten locally but we're also covering um, the Ascension Island as well which is another island in the South Atlantic pretty much halfway from the UK to here so you've got to uh, do a show basically for for both of those locations and uh, a local breakfast show as it were and then it's all about sort of getting ready for the next day and doing a bit of reporting with sort of a bit of everything because we're the producer and the presenter and then we'll go out and, and get some reports some stuff to try and enrich the show as well once you've finished doing it what are some of the local issues that you talk about on, the, on your show so it's kind of whatever's going on, and every day is a little bit different, really. And it, It's quite community-based, so it could be anything from sort of local um, events and things that are happening, you know, plugging those and making sure they get a good attendance and everything like that, uh, right through to going out and about and, and getting in the thick of it and sort of learning a bit about uh, the military jobs and 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 things like that and going and reporting and and singing their praises really and, and saying what what good work they do by the means sometimes of going and giving it a go which is always the most fun
1: yeah yeah i can imagine and so what are some of the challenges you face as both the presenter
0: and the producer challenges-wise, I think um, one of the things, it's it's kind of a a blessing and a curse in a way when you're uh, working alongside the military and you're overseas, it's quite a 24-7 job because you're you're doing the show for that military community and that that audience but you're also living with them so uh, it's, it's, as I say, it is a blessing but it's also a curse so uh, you'll go and you'll finish the show and you'll go to lunch with the people who've been listening and uh, that means you get very, very instant feedback back to what you've been doing on the show and that kind of thing so it can be it's, it's very much a 24 7 job you're kind of representing um all the time while you're overseas particularly with bfbs and then other challenges probably um with account of what we're doing what who we're talking to and what we're talking about you've got to have sensitivities to um, the operational environment that you might be working in, so for example I've done uh, a breakfast show from Afghanistan you've just got to be really careful about what you're talking about really, that you're not putting anyone in any extra danger, they call that operational security and just generally on a personal level I think it's probably uh, being a long way from home, being 8,000 miles away um, from my own family and, uh, and trying to do a good Job and, and keep morale up, but uh, sometimes it's keeping your own morale up really that's the challenge. And what do you think makes radio stand out from other platforms? Radio, I think is the best. I, as I say, I completely fell in love with it from, from doing student radio and, and not intending to go on air at all. But it's just really personal and it's, it's not just personal, it's, it's personality driven. So I think it completely stands out because it's that whole thing of you're talking to one person at a time. And so you can completely be yourself and it's like it is like having a conversation yeah you can't hear the other person talking back at you but you've got to work around that and visualize that but it's that whole personality thing it's it's always as a listener of radio it's that kind of comfort thing of you've got a mate in the room with you when you're listening to the radio and i just think there's there's nothing else like it i think it's a really special thing radio is
1: yeah, I'm glad you said that because it's that's something that I agree with as well. Because like, the way I think about radio is, um, it sort of lets the listener sort of imagine the story, you know, in their mind. Because they, obviously they don't, it's all audio, there's not no sort of visual representation. And for that, each listener has sort of a different interpretation of what you're saying.
0: Yeah, totally. Everyone's painting their own picture and interpreting things their own way. But it's um, it, yeah, it's just got so much personality. I think yeah.
1: Yeah. So what would you say are the differences between sort of a regular radio and the Br- British Forces-driven radio, and how does that impact on your shows?
0: so for uh, working for BFBS it's it's interesting in that the th- the difference i've noticed when i've done a comparison in my own head to other radio stations is probably we've got a really wide audience in as much as we're covering a really big age range so you you hear about other radio stations and they've got that specific target of an age range or maybe a gender so uh, they might be looking at targeting women between 25 and 35 we don't have um that kind of as our niche we've got the fact that it's a military family as our niche but that covers everyone from sort of birth up to retirement age and beyond because you've got veterans and and just people generally interested in the military that will be listening in so it covers a really really broad range of people a very wide audience um, but you've got that that sort of link that connection between all of them where their connection is the military and there's things that make it unique about that, which that's what makes it local rather than it being a specific person that you're trying to talk to as in an age range. You're talking to people with a common sense... um, sense of humour and uh, a sort of common personality in a way Um, but then there's other differences that there's some things that that I always found quite funny when I was first starting out with BFBS which is the pronunciations of different units within the military because they're all very proud to represent their own unit generally and if you get that wrong they will tell you very quickly so uh, the the, the, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the Royal Engineers are generally, and it's not it's not across the board, but they would be, for example, 3-2 engineers. But when you read that on a piece of paper, if they've text in, for example, it would look like 32 engineers, but you wouldn't say that because you'd be getting it wrong and they'd be like, oh, it's three, two, not 3-2, not <laughs> 32. And little things like that that you just gotta get yourself quite hot on and quite quickly, because as as you say, they'll they'll rip you for it if you don't get um Get up to speed with that but in a good way because it's all really it's really really healthy sense of humor amongst the military and uh, and good banter but yeah you'll get told if you do something wrong i know that much <laughs> and how
1: do you handle major news stories that break live on earth like for instance recently we've had you know the death of prince and the death of david bowie how do you react so how do you react differently to those it's like live stories
0: Mm, yeah, 2016 has been a bit of a crazy one for things like that. Um, with with BFS, we've got our um, our on the hour news, at least on the hour, some half hour bulletins as well. So some things that are quite big or quite um, quite newsy, it would be a case of leave it to the news readers to deal with. In that, um, you know, I'm doing an entertainment show, and if it doesn't fit in, in it's best to leave it to the news reader. But otherwise, things like the like you say, the celebrity deaths that we've we've seen recently, uh, it's a case. Of just doing what you can. You're on your own in the studio when you're doing a breakfast show uh, here, because you're, as I say, the producer and the presenter. So you're a bit restricted in what you can do while you're also doing a live show. But just to put a put a tune in there, put a, put a print song in, and and say to people, hey, look, this this has just been uh, announced, and isn't it terrible news? And and you know, the best thing we can absolutely do is pay tribute to this amazing music that's come out of this person previously. So generally, it'd be with something like prince's death it was a case of purple rain is definitely going to be the next song and let's all sit and have a think because you've just got to react as best you can but you are on your own in the studio so you're a little bit limited to you know putting any bigger tribute together or doing anything more creative but you do what you can you know
1: yeah and obviously you do some field reporting so how do you prepare how do you prepare differently for that scenario you know in terms of reporting live than you do in the studio
0: oh that's that's always a good uh, fun bit and it's about making the show local in that sense because like i say we're we're dealing with a lot of different age ranges and such like but that's what binds everyone who's listening to bfbs together really is you've got this common experience and so getting out and doing the reporting is always really good um and even just if it's a normal news story as well i guess it's thinking about how that impacts the military community so you know Read the news story yourself, digest it, and then think, well, does this impact the audience I've got listening to me differently to how it would impact, the, you know, the people... Who are reading this news story elsewhere in the world. And the, the the reporting's always really good because people love hearing about themselves, don't they? And so <laughs> you get out and about, you get the people talking about their job. They're the subject matter experts, you know, you get them on the radio, it makes it so much richer experience to listen to.
1: And as a producer, how do you prepare shows that translate well with your audience?
0: I think it's that that thing of of digesting it yourself, but then translating it and thinking, how does it how does it affect the people listening to me? Uh, and how how is it doing so differently? So just, I, I don't know really, just thinking about how they're affected uh, in a way that's that's different to other people and getting them on the radio, you know, that kind of thing of, of making sure it's local news stories and, and new, news stories that, not necessarily local in terms of region, but local in terms of who you're talking to. So how it affects them more than just regurgitating the news story thinking about how how it impacts on the military life and
1: from your experience what are the biggest things that presenters should avoid doing when broadcasting oh that's a tough one Tough um
0: i think yeah it's not so much i don't know if there's things that you should avoid i think it's more I i guess being yourself so avoid doing anything that you're not comfortable with more than anything so if if you're not interested in Britain's Got Talent, don't talk about Britain's Got Talent because people would be able to tell that you're not really invested in what you're talking about. So so don't pretend to be something that you're not. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So just, yeah, just being true to yourself rather than, uh, rather than, yeah. I would say avoid talking about things that you're not personally interested in.
1: Okay. And what's the best piece of advice you can recommend for
0: broadcasters running their own shows? Again, that's a really tough question. Um... If you're right, can I stick with the same vein? Like, be true to yourself and have fun. I think the most memorable moments I've had in radio are so often when things have gone wrong. So I would also say, don't sweat the small stuff necessarily, have a think about it because. I've had things where it's gone wrong. I've had a giggle fit on air with a colleague before that we just thought, oh no, this is terrible. We can't get control. We, we, we can't pull ourselves together. And I kid you not, everyone I spoke to after that said it was the funniest thing I've heard in such a long time was to just hear two people laughing their heads off. So when you think it's going wrong, it's not always going wrong because the audience, I think, quite often like it when things aren't going absolutely perfectly. And then In that same vein, even if you've done something wrong that maybe is noticeable and maybe is uh, something that the audience aren't going to love, don't sweat it. Because if you sit during a song thinking about what you did wrong in the last link, you are only going to make your next link 10 times worse. So whatever you've done, drop it and think of the next link as a completely new one, new opportunity, basically.
1: Oh, well, now you have to tell us what your most memorable moment was.
0: Okay. Uh, well, there's that one where I got the giggles really badly uh, with this colleague, and we just couldn't get it together. She tried kicking me out of the studio, and I said that I would pull it together, and we just had the giggles really badly. Uh, but it did, it was quite nice. It was just a silly giggle fit. But the other one, I think, probably would be my very first week of broadcasting live for BFBS. And uh, we do quite a lot of, you know, just morale based stuff. So competitions during the shows. So I think I was doing some sort of, You know, missing lyric type thing, and so I said, right, okay, this is the lyric, and this is the bit that's missing. Tell me what it is. Played a song for people to phone up, and proceeded to answer the phone calls what I didn't realise is I'd left my mic up so I was talking all over the top of Steve Miller Band, Abracadabra, you never forget the song if you've messed up on it and uh, I was just sort of saying hello BFBS, it's Jade, how can I help and answering the phones uh, all over the top of the song but it was going out until someone waved at me through the studio and uh, and gave me the nod that I'd left the uh, the mic up so that's an embarrassing one uh, in, your fir- in your first week as well Yeah, first week, first week of live shows, uh, something was bound to go wrong. But at the end of the day, it's only radio. There's no point getting too stressed about it. And as I say, people love it when it's gone wrong. That's the things that they remember, I think, sometimes. And uh, yeah, as long as you don't do anything too bad.
1: And so finally, have you any upcoming projects or events that you're excited about?
0: Um, So I think here in the Falklands, we have a thing called Fixmas. So because we're in the Southern Hemisphere, we are on opposite seasons to uh, well, what you're on in the UK. So you're heading into summer and I understand you've had uh, a nice couple of days of weather recently. We are heading into winter full throttle and they do this nice thing in the Falklands called Fixmas, which is Falkland Island's Christmas. So it's, it's like a second Christmas at the height of winter. So I think it's the 25th of June, exactly six months from normal Christmas. And uh, so I think we're going to plan to do a bit of a party, uh, a fundraiser for the BFBS charity, which is the big salute which isn't a charity in itself it supports five forces charities and um, we're going to do a fundraiser and and put that together and probably raise a bit of money so i think that's the next event on the agenda doing a bit of local welfare and having some fun with fixmas oh that sounds great well i guess that's
1: it so uh, thank you for joining us today jade we appreciate it
0: thank you very much jamie good to chat to you you're welcome take care cheers bye This is Radio.com